0: Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. With me this week is Michelle Cobb. She is the publisher of Audiophile Magazine. And one thing we know, if it's Michelle's week, we have a theme.
1: Yes, we do have a theme. That's right.
0: Okay, what's the theme?
1: It's books that made me think about casting choices and kind of wish that I could have been a fly on the wall in those production discussions. So like, how and why did they make this choice?
0: Okay. Well, that's okay. I'm on board <laughs> for that. Where are we going to begin? We're
1: starting with The Vanishing Point by Elizabeth Brundage, read by al Alcazi, Robert Petkoff, Saskia Marleveld, Michael Crouch, and Joanna Garcia. And what is The Vanishing Point about? Well, first of all, this is kind of the perfect multi-voice performance, because it's five different viewpoints, and they're taking us through a story that goes across two decades. So it opens with a bang. News that a photographer, Rye Adler, who's played by Petkoff, is presumed dead. And the story itself is kind of...
0: Okay, interrupting right here. Only presumed
1: dead. Presumed dead, yes. Okay. And the book is kind of part romance, part mystery, and the characters and the stories are all very interesting. And the narrators ensure that we can follow along with who's doing and saying what.
0: Okay. And how are all the characters involved with one another? So- Because clearly they
1: must be. They are indeed. So, and it's complicated. (laughs) Rye is one corner of a love triangle- along with Julian Ladd, that's played by Alkazi, who's his former roommate and also a photographer, and he goes into advertising. Then we've got Magda, played by Marleveld, and this is another photography student, and she marries Julian, though that is currently in the process of breaking down when we initially hit the story.
0: Okay. So that's our triangle. But we have
1: five narrators. So we also have Simone, which is Rye's wife, played by Garcia, and Theo, who is Julian and Magda's son, played by Crouch. And he is struggling with heroin addiction. Oh, this is a busy book. It is. So Magda has enlisted Rye to help with Theo. However, Rye goes missing. Got it? I think so. So he goes missing. He's
0: not dead, but they think he's dead, which has to mean they don't have a body.
1: Yes, he's presumed dead. And these are all really strong narrators. In this instance, Michael Crouch as uh, the son of Julian and Magda was definitely my favorite. Mm, He's so good. Yeah. And I really wanted to like sit in with the producers on this one and say you know why did you cast it this way I wasn't sure that all the casting choices were perfect for the voices in my head and I found some of the performances which was a little surprising a bit uneven especially around Magda because she has an accent so it's not that The person playing her was inconsistent, but there was an inconsistency of accent I found amongst all the characters doing her, which for some reason, I don't know, just got under my skin a little bit. Not to say it's, you know, it was a good listen. I think for me, I just had really high expectations of all of these narrators. And I was really curious to know, like, why did we pick these people? Um, So.
0: And I always want to know if there's any interaction whatsoever or director who can help with things like Magda's accent.
1: Right. How was all that brought together? Well, why don't we hear a little? What part are we going to hear? Who will we hear? This is Julian learning about Rye's funeral. So this
0: is The Vanishing Point by Elizabeth Brundage. It's read by Phaedra Casey, Robert Petkoff, Saskia Marleveld, Michael Crouch, and Joanna Garcia.
2: He spread out the paper on the coffee table and reread the article about Adler, which listed his numerous awards and accolades, his long-standing magnum membership, and his gift for capturing the inner lives of celebrities, quoting some of the editors he'd worked with, none of them able to comprehend how he'd met with such a fateful end. It was a tragic little story, really. As previous articles had alleged, he'd possibly taken his own life, hurling himself off a bridge somewhere upstate. But his body had not been found, and nobody was really sure if it was suicide. To anyone who knew Adler as well as Julian did, suicide was certainly not an option. They were having a memorial service on Sunday up in Hudson. He knew he had to go. He wasn't especially tired. He lay on the couch, its fabric like cold asphalt and its architecture equally unyielding, remembering that September of 98 when they first met back when they were still equals and nearly feral with ambition.
0: Nearly feral with ambition. Huh. That's some good writing. (laughs) So was it a satisfactory ending? I'm not asking you to tell us what it is, but did you end the book feeling...
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. I was was satisfied. As someone who likes mysteries, I was definitely satisfied. (laughs) Okay. That's important because it doesn't always turn out that true. Way. I'm not sure I was surprised, but I was satisfied.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Michelle, thank you so much. And I will, I will speak with you tomorrow. Sounds great. Michelle recommended The Vanishing Point by Elizabeth Brundage, read by Phaedra L. Casey, Robert Petkoff, Saskia Marleveld, Michael Crouch, and Joanna Garcia. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Blackstone Audio. Publisher of *I Am Not Who You Think I Am*, the gripping thriller from New York Times best-selling author Eric Rickstead, read by Stephen Weber. I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.